Hi everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your Twilight phase. This time, instead of dancing, I watched you guys. I watched you. I was watching my mom watch me through the glass door. <laughs> Ooh. Melissa's at home. I'm at home, and this was the first time I'm recording an episode in my mom's house. Really? She's extremely intrigued by the process. <laughs> Are you, like, in a den? Is this an office? This is an office. Um, so it's got really nice bookshelves behind her. But with yeah, like not like... quite enough books on them. Oh yeah, they're mostly empty. My mom reads primarily e-books. Oh, one um, of those. All the books that you see on the bookshelves are gifts. She did not use <laughs> any of those herself. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm home, y'all. And I didn't bring my uh, Eclipse book, but I did take a photo of every page. And I did still read the chapter. You're all welcome. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I did very, very seriously consider just, I was like, just fuck it, Melissa. Just fuck it. It, it would have been kind of rough. I mean, I've done it before. If you had no, yeah, but it, but usually you also have it in front, like you don't read it, but then you have it in front of you. Yeah, so you I like guess. Kind of flip through it. Yeah. Did so... you ask your mother if she owns an ebook copy of Eclipse? <laughs> she, I know she does not. Oh. <laughs> She's never read the books. Um, but she has seen all the movies. She watched yeah. them all on her own during the pandemic. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> She thought they were very enjoyable. Oh man, maybe I should make my mom watch the other movies. With <laughs> Besides me, the one that report back. Besides the only one we watched <laughs> together, which was the final movie of yeah, the that's saga. Wild. Man, that's that sometimes fun. how I like to read books. Though, is I like to read later ones and then read like the before oh. ones, so you can kind of get a picture of like how things came to be. Oh, no, I love I it. That's I why would I read never... the end of books first. I would never do that on purpose, but definitely as a kid, sometimes I would pick up a book and start reading and then be like, oh, I didn't realize that this was not a book one and then go back and read book one. I remember receiving for Christmas one year several books. The only one I remember in particular was a Phantom Stallion book and it was either book two (laughs) or book three. And I was like, listen, this is great, but I'm not reading this until we go and buy a book one. You were like, wow. what's that? What am a I completist? <laughs> no, there's a joke from a sitcom where it's like, one of the characters is like, no, listen, they're at a musical. It's like, you can't talk over the beginning. Oh, during the overture. Need... Yeah, Don't talk like during the overture. All the musical motifs musical... so that we recognize them when they come back later. You're it's like, Daryl. <laughs> it's Daryl on the office talking to Michael, I think, is talking at him. What? It's definitely that actor. If it's not Daryl, it's that actor. Um, that's you. You're like, I need to see how these characters are set up at the very beginning so I understand their emotional arts. I, I need to I, know yep. where they've, they've been. The thing is, is I know that I'm going to rewatch the media, and so I would actually like to not fully understand the emotional arcs the first time around. I would like to see my unfiltered opinion and then compare my unfiltered opinion to my known opinion, you know? No. But how do you know that you're gonna rewatch yeah. Yeah. or reread? Right, when... reread and rewatch everything. You what if it's not good? Oh, it's not good. Then don't bother. How do you and know? I'm gonna know. I'm gonna know it's into not it. good. Whether I under fully understand an emotional arc or good? not. Right, you because you good, haven't you seen the beginning. <laughs> so far, I have not run into this problem in my 30 years of life. Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> to intriguing. your knowledge. Sure, and I'm still fine, aren't I? I just feel like my, uh, you know, Fair our enough. brains work in very different ways. They really do. All of us humans. One of our listeners wrote in and tried to guess our Enneagrams. Is that yes, Zoe. Yeah. Um, I really want to go more in-depth to our Enneagrams in a future yeah. episode. We got to really okay, do Okay, we'll it. save it. We'll save it. Because you guys, you guys just aren't fully, you know, in the know yet. I'm not I up to speed. To I don't know my yeah. wings. Exactly. Because I took the test and I read the little blurb you, and I was like, you... I've never hated myself more. Than <laughs> I'm not confident in whatever this this that's test how, was that you took. That's how I feel how every time work, I read anything about Geminis. 
I'm like, yeah. wow, I fucking hope I'm if not you, like this because I hate this person. That's you gotta invest right here. more time, and it's definitely more than a blurb. And that also the blurb that you sent me was stupid. Um, it's not a good blurb. That it's well, false. I googled Enneagram test, and it was like the main result. So like, the well, I don't trust that. Top we'll on re- Google Enneagram website is the one. That we'll I report use. back, listeners. Yeah, we're gonna report back learn about enneagrams and then we'll learn about enneagrams and then we'll talk about i love enneagrams. enneagrams and i love classifying my personality in any way shape i or do form. love thank you i do love doing that now listeners <laughs> did we get some amazing listener letters <laughs> are we going to go through them today <laughs> we feel good with no I feel oh, great. I no. feel good about no, not this week. It's just not the week. Listen. This week is not the week. Yeah, it's just not the week. Ho it's ho ho, week. you know. Ho ho ho. <laughs> we got we got stuff going on. Um, yeah, I'm fucking home, y'all. So yeah, we Melissa should jump home. straight into eclipse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll pick up my my photos. Yeah, pick up your photos. <laughs> uh, whose turn is it? Um, I think it's my turn, (laughs) which was, if I'm going to be honest, my, my main motivation for actually reading and not taking the pictures. (laughs) Because I was like, I can't embarrass myself. Yeah, we would have given you a zero. (laughs) And then it'd be a whole thing all over again. And then it'd be a whole thing. And I just, yeah. Okay. Anyway, chapter 18, Instruction. Um, so we pick up after the end of the graduation party. Bella and Edward are heading back to her house, and she's like all grumbly still about it being the longest hit party in the history of the world. <laughs> um, but she is pretty upset about this whole new plan of the vampires and werewolves teaming up to fight this vampire army. Which, as we discussed last time, doesn't really make any more sense because they're just way more better equipped now to handle it. And Edward keeps trying to tell her this. She's like, he's like, Bella, calm. Just it's it's gonna be it's gonna be easy breezy lemon squeezy. I don't think I said that right. Direct quote. Uh, crushed it. <laughs> Is Robert Pattinson on this call? I feel his spirit. <laughs> Um, but they go back to her house. Uh, she puts Charlie to bed. (laughs) Um, and they essentially just, like, sit in her bed for, like, I don't know, a couple hours while he's like, please go to sleep. And she's like, I can't sleep. I'm just picturing all the ways that you all are going to get murdered. Um, and so eventually the two of them do go to, uh, the big clearing that they play baseball at, which is where they're meeting uh, the werewolf peeps. And essentially, this is just like a little training session for the vampires so that they know how to fight a newborn style fighter. (laughs) (laughs) And the wolves show up in their wolfy forms and they just like sit in the woods, in the woods, I was in the wolves, in the woods (laughs) and like, watch studiously Maya's doing a really questionable impression of a werewolf (laughs) sitting in the woods right now Uh, by questionable she means I'm crushing it crushing it (laughs) Um, but essentially Jasper just like goes one by one through the vampires he starts off with Emmett then goes to Alice then goes to Edward etc and they just kind of like play fight all while he's I don't know ostensibly telling them you know, come from the side, don't come from the front. That's too obvious. <laughs> uh, and then they have, like, a little dialogue with the werewolves about, you know, like, what they think is going to happen, how it's going to happen on, like, Saturday or something. And they're like, we'll come back and do this again. And then the wolves leave, except for Jacob, who I'm still angry at. Jacob comes over in his wolfy form. And then he's having a conversation with Edward and uh, Bella can't really understand it. So Jacob goes and changes back into a human and then comes back again. And they're all like, yo, what are we going to do with Bella? And Edward's like, oh, I can't really figure out what to do with her. Like, we got to stash her somewhere. <laughs> and Jacob is like, uh, put her on the reservation. And, uh, and Edward is like, no, her scent is too, there's too much of her scent going back and forth. That's too easy. And so... Uh, I can't remember if it was Jacob or Edward. They were just like, just like put her in the woods. <laughs> <It was Jacob. laughs> and uh, 
And they're like, no, she smells too good. And so then Jacob comes up with this plan where he's just going to, like, carry her and put her somewhere in the woods and then come back and no one will be able to find her because the werewolves are so gross smelling. <laughs> and and then Jacob also comes up with the idea that Seth is going to stay with her because he's a human or werewolf cell phone and we can just constantly communicate with them. Because we find out there's, there's more werewolves. There's more baby werewolves. There's yeah. like 10 of them or something. I tried to figure out who all of them were. I was like, were there 10 people that we knew about? I don't know. <laughs> Um, and anyways, they're like, cool, we'll, uh, come do this again, bye, and that's it. That's the chapter. Um, you really added several points for yourself at the end there, because I was, like, missing that there are more werewolves. I came back! I came back! I came back. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna give you a 7.8. I'm gonna give you a 5.75, because you actually missed something else really, really big at the beginning. Yeah, which is that Bella finally puts two and two and two together and realizes that it might be Victoria. They think she's not sure though. She's just. I mean, it's the best. It's the closest thing to a revelation (laughs) that we're gonna get. Okay, yeah, fair. They still. It wasn't like a big revelation. They were just like, wouldn't it be funny? It kind of was. It kind of is a. It wasn't treated like a big revelation. Like her first big revelation. Definitely anticlimactic. Yes, that's true. And then you know, it didn't feel like news to me because obviously, um, we've been operating under this pretense this whole time. This whole time. But right, it is the first time that they have made that connection, and it's yeah. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Should we? Is like, you know what? I'm not interested in my grade. I have a grade for them. Actually. <laughs> exactly. I have a grade for Edward and Bella. <laughs> and it's not good. It's, it's not, not good. good. Um, yeah, the only things that happen before we get there is that she puts Charlie to bed instead of just leaving her father on the couch where he is. Um, and... Uh, yeah, she's like, it was already bad enough that all the Cullens are going to try to die for me, but now also all of the poor little baby helpless wolves are also going to die for me. Meanwhile, they're the size of a fucking house. Yeah. yeah. Like, generous. every time she describes the wolves, the I think horse. they get bigger. It's like the size <laughs> of a horse, the size of a house, the size of a Boeing 707, the size of Sweden. <laughs> like, what's going on? At a certain point, her lamenting about, you know, how worried she is, it becomes, I mean, like, it's been too much, but also at a certain point, it's like a little insulting to everyone because it's like, Bella. <laughs> Like, everyone here is obviously very capable. All of these wolves are huge and also very willing to be doing this. Supernatural. Yeah, and, like, do you just have, I don't know, negative confidence in anyone? Like, I understand you're worried, but, like, okay, let's, let's, like, let's move on from that. Let's move on to uh, acceptance and, like, strategy and, I don't know, like... Pretending that any of this can just, like, magically not happen is is just not helpful to the plot at all. So true. She's, like, determined to come up with a version of this where she handles it alone. And, like, the only logical way for that to work is if she dies. And, like, what what is she going to think is going to happen after she dies? They're all going to be like, oh, whoops, I guess this is over now. They're all going to die for you anyway, and also, you'll be dead. Yeah. She she wants... literally she literally says, like, oh, like, I just wish all my bad luck, instead of hitting everyone around me, could just hit me. I tried to think of a way that I could do exactly that, force my bad luck to focus on me. It wouldn't be easy. I would have to wait, bide my time. So, listeners, when Olivia says that Bella's just like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna die to avoid this situation. She literally means she it. She literally means she, that. Like that's literally what's happening. And she's framing framing it as just waiting for all of her bad luck to just focus on her. And I'm like, that's not thinking of a solution, Bella. Right. <laughs> uh, the way that you put it, Melissa, made me realize also that I think it comes down to like 
lack of uh, self confidence. I guess is like a totally. like a lightweight. But you know what I mean. Like yes. she doesn't believe that she is worth other people trying to right. save her. Right. And, and I mean, I still think it's a little absurd that we're all supposed to just believe that Bella is this important. We still have no evidence to suggest that it's that, only about her. That, that any of this is only about Bella yet. But no. I mean, we know because we know Stephanie and we know these books that it's obviously about Bella. Right. Okay. But, but think about how funny it would be if like the army shows up and they act just like completely on like you would expect and during the fight they figure out like oh they're not looking for bella like everyone's trying to kill carlisle (laughs) they think that carlisle has like is a massive right yeah by creating his family and they're like he's got to be stopped we've got to take him down that makes more sense (laughs) and really they live you know they don't murder humans but they live in closer proximity to humans than any other vampires like you could make the argument that they are closer to exposing vampire kind than normal vampires i mean technically they 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 already have it out right bella did figure it out (laughs) just from close proximity right that's a great argument um, <laughs> I know we've talked about this before, but I still feel like, okay, but if you expose the vampire secret, like, how do the Voltori know? Like, how do they know? Yeah. How like, will they know? I the werewolves know. know. How are they, they're not how they gonna know. know. How are they gonna know? They're not gonna know. How are they gonna know? They're not gonna know. Like, the, the Quill you know, and like, right? The Volturi don't even know that they exist, much yeah. less that they know. Like, as long as you don't go on daytime TV, what's the issue? <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. This might be me jumping about, but it, it's directly related to our conversation. In that Edward mentions that the baby vampires are going to be just as surprised about werewolves existing than, like, as, as Bella, Bella was. was. And I was like, how is that possible I mean, because, one, Victoria knows about the werewolves. Like, she evades them throughout True. all of, like, the previous book. Or well, even... maybe Edward, like, doesn't buy that it's Victoria. He doesn't. He says that he doesn't really buy it. Okay, yeah, right. So maybe so... it's just like, all right, well, this isn't Victoria, and she's But he's just, like, now. continued willful ignorance. And here, he is, like... He sort of considers that it might be Victoria, and she's like, well, he's she would like, know all these things because Laurent knew all these things, and so why wouldn't she know? And he's like, hmm, interesting. Hmm. And also, I don't know, it's just like, I know baby vampires are supposed to be stupid, but, I mean, apparently werewolves smell so repulsive, and obviously mm. also the werewolves have been patrolling to keep Bella safe this whole time. Ain't, someone's apparently not going to notice these house-sized wolves. They're going to be, like, shocked that they exist. I find that highly unlikely. Well, I buy that, because if you're in Seattle, and that's not where the wolves are, you wouldn't know about them unless somebody told you. But, like, they've already, you know, there's the vampire that went and took right. Bella's clothes. The and, like, the werewolves have been house. patrolling around her house to keep her safe. Like, I don't know. You just don't, like, miss a giant dog bear the, wolf. The other thing about the newborns is that... Dog bear wolf. Is <laughs> the book really does treat them, like, really fucking dumb. But, like, they're still, like, They're still, like, vampires. regular intelligence. They're still <laughs> like, vampires. So, like, they have just acquired the best senses they will ever have and like right. yeah they'll go into a frenzy if they like smell blood right. or are it might hunting, be a little but it doesn't mean that they're like not puddles of potato when they first right. come out like I, I don't know they're gonna at least be as intelligent as their human selves were and I, then obviously on top of that vampire right i think i, I think i kind of like this lore the way i t- took it is like the newborn vampires are so, like, at the mercy of emotion mm-hmm. and, like, so distractible mm-hmm. because, like, everything is so new. 
that yeah. like just everything is heightened and so they can't cut yeah. through all right. the noise yeah um, i get that but if they're not actively like hunting or eating i don't understand why they can't think thoughts <laughs> <laughs> does think that there is an experienced vampire like the one who took Bella's right. clothes right like, he Somebody knows that there tell is them things right he knows that there is at least a leader vamp a leader vampire who knows because like he's like a newborn vampire wouldn't have been able to just leave your father alive right. which right i actually hadn't thought of i was like that's right. a great point and we're yeah. If so, Charlie yeah. was there that day do we know that charlie was there when her, I think he was... her shirt was taken yeah, no, I think it was sure. just implied that it was like, you know, he was sleeping. Um, but do we know what happened at night? Yes, All we know Bella's is that her shirt is left. missing. How does she know exactly when her shirt went missing? That's true. We don't exactly know. but It was probably like, oh, I can smell how many hours That's ago true. Edward was. could tell how I recent forget. it was. <laughs> um. That is an example of a good reason why they could have previously been like, no, I don't think this is connected. Right. But they don't ever bring that up again. But then, okay, let's actually get into this. So the way this revelation, quote unquote, happens is Bella goes to the baseball clearing on like no sleep, mind you. She's like practically delirious with no sleep. And she's like, oh yeah, remember how Victoria exists? (laughs) I'm reminded by that, by being... In this clearing. In this very specific Where I first met her. And then she's just like, you know what I think? I think all of it is connected. (laughs) All of it. That's it. And and Edward goes, you've lost me. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes, three bad things have happened since you came back. The newborns in Seattle, the stranger in my room, and first of all, Victoria came to look for me. She should have left with that first. Why do you think so? (laughs) And then she's just like, it probably wasn't the Volturi. And you were really bad at tracking Victoria, so it could be her. Right. She, like, supposedly went down to Texas. And they're like, she would have, she might have been able to learn all about the newborn vampire armies while she was in Texas. I was like, that's kind of flimsy. I like, know, it's sure. very, it's very circumstantial. Even, maybe, type but also she could have been to the South at any point and learned right. about the concepts right. of the vampire. Armies. People know things about other people. Right, exactly. Like all the Collins knew about this history, and yeah, I guess supposedly from Jasper, but it seems like a very sort of basic vampire history. Right, yeah. Like thing. somebody creates you, right. you learn. <laughs> like no it's so rare for a vampire to be created and immediately and abandoned. abandoned because right. they would just go on a killing spree and the Volturi right. would come and get them right like alice is the exception everybody right. else is created and then like taught about vampirism right the part that i really wanted to look at is that edward goes it wasn't victoria in your room and Bella just goes, she can't make new friends? Think about it, Edward. And I was like, fucking thank you. Yes. Like, some logic. Like, you, it wasn't her, and also she can't meet people or right. have someone help her? Like, why are There's you so There's literally an army of people. Like, they clearly know others. <laughs> right. And so then he's like, well, a newborn couldn't have, like, left your father alone and she's like there are other fucking vampires in the world edward truly it's like i don't know everyone in this book is acting as if these incidents are happening like within a vacuum just completely unrelated to each other completely unrelated to each other and to the world at large and all the things that have happened to them previously (laughs) it's very frustrating And and then edward acting like Bella is it's like so cute that Bella came up with a little Had theory. An idea. <laughs> He's like, You're very perceptive today. It's like, oh fuck off. So she hasn't solved the entire plot of this book. I, know. I think that literally all of your entire vampire family has not figured out. And I don't know. He's like trying to figure out if this like fits the theory and he's like, There's something there. 
Victoria's personality. Your theory suits her personality perfectly. And, like, I don't know. Didn't we already establish that, like, every vampire whose mate is murdered, like, is hell-bent on revenge for the rest of their life? Yeah, we've totally established that. In fact, they knew that Victoria was hell-bent on revenge. Right. That's a known fact, and it hasn't been achieved yet. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just like, okay, so if Victoria is unrelated to this, then, like, where's her revenge coming from? (laughs) (laughs) Are we also worried about her? Like, she's got all the time in the world to come up with something they By were, now, she probably would have. I don't, they right. literally were this. worried about her in, like, what, the first chapter of the book? Like, right. Yeah. And she, that just, was, like, Bella. Edward was like, it's all, fine. We'll just fight her when she shows up. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's like, well, on the plus side, if it is her, maybe I can murder her. <laughs> and he's so happy. He's, he's elated. He's like, yes. All of these characters are so infuriating at this point in the book. <laughs> Edward, Ed, here's the thing. Jacob got so bad that Edward looks like a it's prince. Looking peachy. Oh, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. I think he's being like, like stupid right now. But uh, as far as, you know, I don't know, respecting Bella's boundaries and, I don't know, her emotions. Totally, Edward is 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 A plus right now. It's true. He's being so, a little patronizing, but he is thinking through her theory. Right, he's being a little patronizing, but it's also because he's also just he's stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, that's just, that's just his, his personality. <laughs> like, that's just how he talks to people. Um... <laughs> So everybody is gathering in the clearing and Carlisle is like, when will our guests arrive? And Edward says, a minute and a half. And then the amount of talking that happens before the wolves show up, there's no way it's a minute and a half. Um, but I then didn't notice that. Edward's like, kind of hyped, kind of surprised. I got a vibe that he was just kind of like, riding the adrenaline of the situation he's like prepare yourselves they've been holding out on us because instead of there being six wolves there are 10 so the pack the has four grown. others i was truly i was like seth but and leah if you ask and you make us figure this out our listeners are going to be so disappointed when we fail yeah okay but they that's okay why he tells listening. us some of them she didn't know about seth, seth they still don't know about leah Right. I still don't know about Leah, but it's probably Leah. Okay, right? but at some point she has to be like, well, the four werewolves have to be four people. Who else do I know who could be a werewolf? <laughs> well, it doesn't well, necessarily need to be someone she knows. She yeah, doesn't Bella know doesn't like, every know teenager on the, on reservation. the reservation. Right. Bella doesn't know. I guess know. fair. Yeah. Um, There's another one then... I think that we find out here, and I'm not going to. She lists two of them by Colin color. and Brady. And both Clearwaters. Colin and Brady. Yeah, I don't remember them. I don't remember them. But they're wolves. That they are. Um, And Sam is thinking to Edward, and then Edward is saying out loud Sam's thoughts. And it's really funny. Edward uses this, like, flat tone of voice to indicate that a wolf is talking. So he's like, thank you. (laughs) Or we will watch and listen but no more. And I imagine his eyes like completely dead staring off in the middle distance. <laughs> um, and I wanted we... to ask you guys, Carlisle says that there are 20 newborns. Not enough. How do we know that? By I number. think from Alice's notation. Oh, right. Oh, I guess Alice can tell. Just counting. Right. right. I was about to say, yeah, I don't know how they I would know I'm that I guess I'm confused about what Alice knows and what she doesn't know she's like really riding a line of like not knowing things that are confusing to me that she doesn't know right i guess it makes sense that she would know how many it would be helpful if there was at some point you know someone told us exactly what alice has been able to see and you know how she wishes she could see a b c or d that would be helpful to me but i understand that might be difficult and it's just easier to be like she's just missing something mysterious I, I'm not hung up on this because once the wolves got into it, it's like, okay, yeah, she can't she see them anymore. Anything. But before, 
Like new ones were being created. Except there she was infighting, so they were it. killing. She can see bits of it because at some point they're like, "Oh well, here's our new plan." And right. They have a Alice can tell that that'll work, and only half of them disappear because half of them go towards the wolves. Right. True. She can tell True. when they like pick up oh. Bella's scent. Yeah, it's and go to the clearing, and so then when they split up. The whole future has not literally disappeared. I know, which is very detailed compared to what we've gotten previously. So, that's um, how that's going. Yeah, and then it's like Jasper's little fighting clinic. <laughs> and the wolves are like sitting and watching. And the vibe is definitely like, the wolves are there to learn how to fight the newborns. But also to defeat the Cullens. <laughs> Jasper's like, this is what the newborns are like. And Sam is like, so they're different than you? How, how are they different? How are they different? <laughs> Can you tell us exactly how they're, how they're different from you? We're just curious. <laughs> and then Jasper does verbally be like, Emmett fights just like a newborn vampire. He's all strength. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if you really need to verbally go into such detail. Like, they all, the vampires already know all this shit. <laughs> And then I guess Jasper plays the newborn for everybody else. But mostly it just seems like they're all fighting each other. Yeah. Taking turns. Just you can it, tell a good time. that Stephanie is not like a fighting expert. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's not that interesting. it's like, I feel, it's just like, yeah. And so then Jasper was like, no, don't do that move like this. Do that move like this. But like none of the moves none of the are, words are described real words. <laughs> yeah. except for like, and then they pounced on the other one's back or right. Alice was standing Alice and then moved out of the way and then moved back. Like, <laughs> but it's never like, and then you flip your leg around and that will make them fall down. And then while they're down, you can put your knee on like, we all have, have our limitations. What I was thinking about is she kind she got a lot better at this sort of play-by-play action in Midnight Sun. Because, you know, the last quarter of the book, it's very much so like, you know, the car chase. She did the car play-by-play. Yeah, and then like when they actually get to James, it's a lot more play-by-play. It's way more, I mean, honestly, when you read Midnight Sun compared to Eclipse, it's just like there's ten times as much detail. So I'm wondering also, like... If a lot of it got edited out, because I can only imagine. I think that's because Midnight Sun is Edward, and she's like, Edward, Edward notices everything. Right, right. Overthinks everything. Right, that's fair. And she's like, yeah, Bella can't even see what's happening, so like, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's chill, it's chill. I mean, it's a fine line. It's very hard to write action that's both specific and not boring. Within someone's point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little fun. The wolves like at some point seem like like oh yeah this is like fun we like seeing them fight we feel like we could take them <laughs> and at some points the wolves are kind of like ooh we did not know Ew. they could do that <laughs> <laughs> interesting okay <laughs> i did think that alice's way of fighting like seeing it was was super interesting cuz mm-hmm. apparently you know she does just see the future and to like what they're gonna do and then you know reacts right Moves before it does but obviously she wouldn't be able to do that with the werewolves true yeah i didn't even think about that so like who knows if, how she would do against one of them true she would have to like actually fight yeah right. which she doesn't have practice doing right um one thing that does happen during all of this is that alice uh expresses to bella that Alice knows yeah. Bella's half-formed stupid plan to, like, sacrifice herself and try to get them all to stop fighting. Right. The, she's like, that's a really bad she idea. She knows Bella, she's planning you? a plan that's not a plan. Yeah. She, she says, I've got my eye on you, Bella. She whispered suddenly, her voice pitched so low that I could barely hear, though her lips were at my ear. And then... My brain starts going, they're vampires. It doesn't matter how low she talks. Like, they're right there. And then Stephanie was with me because she's like, "Um, yeah, Edward was, like, really intent on Jasper. (laughs) They're just, like, really focused. (laughs) Um, It's just, like, also, though, I immediately thought of, you know, Twilight, where Bella had the very concrete plan of, you know, ditching them in the airport 
and going out the back door of this bathroom. And I'm like, Bella don't even have a real plan here. She's just like, I wish I could sacrifice myself. I guess they do say that the better Alice knows you, the better she is at seeing you. She yeah. was so maybe at now other things and she's like so close with Bella that she's like, I know that part of you thought about Cheerios for breakfast, <laughs> and I'm here to tell you they're a little steak. Okay. <laughs> like I'm in there. And then Alice makes the correct point where she's like, literally, what do you think is gonna happen if you put yourself in right. danger? Like yeah. they're still gonna show up, we're still gonna have to fight them. Right. And then Bella is just like, I was trying to ignore her. <laughs> Maybe listen. Maybe, like, take listen. her point. Uh, then they decide to stop for the night. And um, then do, yeah, okay. And then they're like, okay, Wolves, do you want to come back tomorrow? And Sam's like, yes, we do. And then the pack is like, okay, but we want to, like, smell you guys and get familiar with your scent so that, so we, that we don't we make any mistakes on the battlefield, which is, like, such accident. a threat. <laughs> and then we get the once-a-chapter reminder that they all smell awful to each other <laughs> and they just can't stand it. <laughs> don't forget! So the Cullens line up, the wolves sniff them in order, some like handle it well, some kind of seem like they're scared to be so close to the vampires. And then Jacob is like, I must pull focus. I, how can I make this about me right now? Um, So true. So he like, like trots up to Bella with like his tail fucking wagging practically. Um, And I was so mad that I'm so mad at Jacob. Because I was like, otherwise, this would be so It would be so cute if you didn't hate him in this moment. You know what I was thinking of? That um, the clip that has gone around a million times of where Bella pets Jacob in the movie, (laughs) except they take away the CGI, and she's just, like, petting his green head. (laughs) That's a great clip. (laughs) Okay, so they have their little moment. And Edward, you can tell, is well, you like... you gotta describe the moment. Oh, go ahead. It's really fun. Well, you can do it. Oh, do you want me to do it? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, Jacob trots up. Um, he looks at Bella, and his tongue, like, he starts, like, smiling, but he's a wolf, so it's, like, you know, kind of just an open mouth, and then his tongue kind of, kind of flops out the side <laughs> in a wolfy grin. Um, like, it's a little terrifying, but okay. <laughs> and he, like, keeps making these, like, kind of kind of rumbly noises that you can tell is laughter. Um, and Bella starts petting him, and out of nowhere, he licks her entire face. And she's like, ew, Jacob, gross! <laughs> and he, like, laughs some more and kind of prances around. Gross. Like, gets his face down to her level. Like, you know how, like, dogs do that kind of, like, play bow? He, like, kind of, like, does some of that. It makes me want to ride a giant wolf so It bad. makes me <laughs> want a giant wolf so bad. <laughs> I want to ride a wolf the size of a house. <laughs> well, Edward is very upset by this. Because he was He's like, really, really hoping that Bella would find him terrifying. Which, like, does he not know Bella at all? Yeah, she's, she's only scared of... <laughs> Like James and Victoria and Laura, <laughs> I know she was Voltaire. like, she's like high key, totally fine with you know people dying in order to save the Cullens, whatever. She's like, fucking no, she's, vicious. Yeah, she's not going to be bothered by this giant dog. She's cold you know blooded. What she is bothered by, Jacob and Edward playing divorced parents over her again. <laughs> When they're like, for, well, okay, first of all, Jacob's still a wolf. So they have the first half of this conversation in Jacob's head. And Edward is talking out loud. And then they're um, arguing about what to do with her during the fight. And not once does anyone ever address Bella directly. Of this entire not. conversation happens over her head in the third person about her. Which is infuri- She's not even as infuriated as I would be. Oh, yeah, no, we, we would, you would be way angrier. <laughs> Bella's anger towards Jacob has 
faded away almost entirely. Almost completely. There's one moment where Jacob's carrying her around, which we'll get to in a second. Oh, yeah. Where she's like, did he, like, need to hold me that tight? And as the brace, like, pressed against right. me, I, like, thought about it even more. Like, she, like, right. does not care anymore. Truly. It's it's unfortunate. And it is it is a lot harder to be angry when he is, like, a giant wolf. And he's just, like, you're just, like, oh, a doggy. I love yeah. doggies. <laughs> like, okay, if well, I were then really he... mad at someone and then they turn into a wolf, I'd be like, I want to like, ride, mm-hmm. ride that. I know, like, <laughs> wait, that. I want to pet you, too. <laughs> well, luckily, he runs off into the woods so that he won't be naked in front of her and turns back into a human and puts on his sweatpants and comes back. That is great, because honestly, back to being irritating. <laughs> I would not be surprised if Jacob were someone who'd be like, I'm just going to change back right oh, here and just really undermine everyone's... Ooh comfortability with me <laughs> he does that in breaking dawn to charlie or is it later in this book he does Ooh, that i to don't charlie. remember i don't remember that he we'll transforms in front of charlie and he like tells bella about it later and it's like yeah charlie thought it was really weird when i started taking my clothes off <laughs> <laughs> wait yeah i do kind of remember that <laughs> oh, well anyway fuck jacob still yeah. i will i'll just keep saying that to myself he does yeah like okay so they come up with this plan to like have jacob carry bella around to mask her scent and he has to yank her up into his arms like is this really necessary no it's not it's not the answer is no 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 bad dog what about asking bella if this plan will work for her they don't care no that they do not care care about that it's literally they just want her alive. That's it. The like first viable plan they come up with. Like, okay, you came up with a bunch of plans that wouldn't work, like two or three. Then you're like, okay, we think this one would work, and you just stop. You don't maybe. Yep. Yeah, the plan that's just come up. Well, like except her in the woods somewhere. Except for when Jasper thinks to himself for like momentarily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, oh, what would happen if Bella was in the clearing? Well, the newborns would be like even easier to pick off because they would be so crazed because Bella was here. And listen, you can't not think about things. It's like nearly impossible to not think about something. Everyone gets like so annoyed at Jasper for even thinking it. And it's like, guess what? You can't be a tactician if you don't think of every option. He thought of it, he discarded it. How are you going to trust him to come up with the best possible plan if he can't think of all of the options? And if anything, you telling me I can't think about something is going to make me think about it more, Make me think about it even more. (laughs) Yeah, Jasper thinks about it. Edward is like, don't you dare. And Jasper's like, oh, yeah, we're, like, not going to. And Edward's like, no, really. And Jasper's like, yeah, we're not. We're not. I mean, this is what the pro would be, which is why I thought of it, but it's not what we're going to do. And Edward's like, yeah, we're not. What is it? Tell me. We're not. (laughs) also um it hasn't been said yet this episode fuck jasper Um, oh yeah yes because he's a white supremacist so fuck jasper i did find the 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 fake fighting wasn't like that i mean maybe it's just what maya said that like it's not that in-depth but like most of what's been told to me is like pick the less obvious answer because the newborns will be the to, obvious yeah. yeah, they'll just assume that you'll go the one obvious route. Like, how do you even practice? That's like, yeah, okay, right. that's the premise of fighting. Right. <laughs> Isn't that what you want to do with everyone? Don't opponent? do the obvious <laughs> thing. That's just the only way to fight anyone. Don't do what they expect you to do. Yeah. One detail that but I whatever. thought was, like, actually good in the fighting was don't let the newborns get their arms around oh. you. Yeah, I wanted more details about that. Yeah, I was like, why didn't you, like, dig in? Why didn't you say, because then they will crush you to death. Right, Right. or they'll they'll rip you in half. Like, Uh I want some more info like that, please. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else? I don't know. They're going to fight more. They've made up some plan about the woods that is not all that clear Right. Seth Uh, is going to be the human cell phone. I still don't understand how this is the plan that they've landed on, where they're just like the safest thing for Bella is just put her, put her in the in woods. The woods. Yeah, like why not put her on a flight? 
<laughs> like literally anything. Oh, that's fucking else. smart. You just came up with that in like two seconds. Uh, <laughs> Go there's, see Renee. There's infinite options available to them. <laughs> and like, they're like a vampire can't get her if she's in the air when it's happening. <laughs> but they're like, yo, let's stash her in the woods, which is also where we're all gonna be. <laughs> Um, and then one of my favorite parts, at the very end, Edward and Jacob are talking to each other, and the, the energy between them is electric. <laughs> like, they're standing really close together. Bella says, I could feel the physical tension in the air. It was like static and uncomfortable charge. I was like, ooh, they gonna kiss. sexual tension, <laughs> Yeah. I was like, they are gonna kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's oh. Okay, best sentence for a sentence. Oh, right. I'll pull up my pictures. I have both of mine locked and loaded. Locked and loaded? Yeah. I think I have a best. Let me try to find it. Yeah, I do. I need a worst. Oh, I know I have a worst. Let me find it. Okay, I have my worst ready. Should I go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, this is when they're all mock fighting, and I guess uh, Edward and Jasper are are now fighting after having previously had different matchups. And it says, Edward had closed on Jasper now, comma, and this fight was more even than either of the others. And I was like, more what, Stephanie? More what? It's just more? More even. more even. More even. Like evenly uh, matched. Not more even. <laughs> more evenly matched. <laughs> that makes so much sense. More even. I was like, more more even than what? More even what? <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> well, you know what? You didn't understand it, so that's well, bad Well, I writing. didn't understand it, so it was a poorly written sentence. Yeah, yeah I, I, I take that. Um, I'm going to try to do justice to how poorly written I think this dialogue is. This is Edward thinking aloud to himself. I still think the Volturi are more likely, but your theory, there's something there. Victoria's personality. Your theory suits her personality perfectly. <laughs> it just sounded so dumb in my head. Yeah, it didn't it sound like real words. I don't know why yeah. he says it like that. I hate it. Yeah. It sounds patronizing, even but it's though it's also know like it's it just sounds not. like tortured. Like who would talk out loud like that? There's something to it. Victoria's personality. Your theory <laughs> suits Victoria's personality. Like what is that? Uh, my worst isn't like the worst ever, but it's the one that I've picked. Um, <laughs> Bella is reminded that this fight is going to happen on Saturday. And she goes, well, crap. There goes your graduation present. Like, with everything that's going on, so do you think you were actually going to go to that concert anyway? It's also just really funny every time that she swears. Well, crap. Yeah. And I know she's like whatever, 16 or however old she is. No, she's... 17. 17. But it's still funny. <laughs> well, right, I just wanted to yell, yell fuck at some point. <laughs> I just really want it. Just one time. You one time. my daughter after the Loch Ness fucking monster? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, my best sentence is right before my worst sentence. <laughs> when Bella says, Victoria can't make new friends, think about it, Edward. If it is Victoria doing this in Seattle, she's made a lot of new friends. She's created them. <laughs> Galaxy brain. Oh, Listeners, I'm good. pointing to my forehead. So good. <laughs> I wrote, this is why Bella needs to go to college. She's a smarty. <laughs> connections that nobody else is making. Even though she's the only human around. Like these, like, super intelligent right. people with like super speed thinking and every hour been, of the day to think yeah, about who have been thinking about it non-stop for a week you know what this is a lesson in this 
is a lesson in the importance of diversity of perspective. Ooh, <laughs> like people is. come with different perspectives and they all have something to offer. Come and you might think solutions. that one is more valuable than the other, that vampires are smarter than humans. But in reality, that's Clearly. coming from a place of bias. Because when Ooh. you look at the page, what happens is Bella coming up with smart ideas. And I would argue that she should have come up with them sooner, but it's yeah. still her that comes up with them. <laughs> Hire that's diversely. A, that's, a, that's an excellent point, Maya. Love it. I have a best sentence. Um, I don't even want to read the whole sentence because I don't think the second half is like anything <laughs> to write home about, but the first half slapped. It was... Him. Sorry, I had to, like, breathe. <laughs> It was silent for two heartbeats. I was like, ooh, what a good detail. Very that is a good detail. What a good detail. It like roots us in her body, you know? If you're aware of your heartbeat, then you're like really anxious and like your heart is like pounding. Like, and it's just like, you don't think about heartbeats in terms of time. I was like, ooh, ooh, that's writing. That's <laughs> writing. Stephanie Meyer. My my best sentence is similar in that uh, she's thinking about how upset she is that the Cullens and werewolves are going to team up. And she just, it's very simple. She just says, my nerves felt frayed and exposed. And I was like, that's how they describe, that's how they described my broken tooth. <laughs> they were like your nerves are gonna be exposed so like breathing it's gonna feel awful and i was like oh i was like i totally understand what you what you mean here bella when you say you feel afraid and exposed oh it's gosh. just like my broken tooth oh <laughs> that is such a visceral description that is yeah. so much worse <laughs> like oh god <laughs> But it really worked for me. I was like, I mean, because truly Bella is feeling horrible right now. And do we think she should be? No, but she is. And I was like, that does put me in a horrible mindset. Thank you. I think that Bella should be feeling really bad, but that she should not be so, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, catastrophizing about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She should be anxious. Because scary sure. stuff is happening, but she yes. shouldn't be so convinced that the worst will happen. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Like, give him a little credit. <laughs> give him a little credit, Bella. Well, listeners, uh, we're leaving you on a little bit of a cliffhanger because we're taking a holiday break. So yeah, we holiday are. Break. We're taking off two weeks, and then we'll be back with all the action from Eclipse. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. We'll see you in the new year. We'll see you next year. Happy uh, Christmas. Happy Solstice. Happy um, Hanukkah in the past. Happy nothing. Happy December. Happy New Year. Happy Christmas of Christmases past. Happy Christmas of Christmases yet to come. <laughs> Happy birthday. I Email hope, us I with questions. to take a break, regardless of whether or not you're <laughs> celebrating anything. I hope so, too. Email us with questions or comments at twilightphasepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast. Shout out to all of our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Karen, Ed, Aaron, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, Chance, King's Gambit, Miriam, and Rachel. You can follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Maya Marlette. Cover image is by Laura Shermer. And our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. We'll be back in 2022. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. (laughs) 